Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Prague. Nasty. Kate. <laughs> About the box office that I had. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. Brandon Hanna here. And, of course, making us look good and sound even better, Bree in the booth. Hi, everybody. Look at that. Looking great. Yes. So, folks, we'll be looking back at this weekend's box office. We'll find out who won this weekend's box office bet. We'll also decide which film we're going to bet on next week for next week's box office bet. And we'll do some uh, some thoughtful discussions about The Way Back as well as Onward. So, so many fun things. And we'll be talking about Pixar films, too. Pixar films. Let's talk about them. Sure. Sure. Uh, so, first thing we should kick off, though, is that uh, let's get right into it. Our number one film of the week is also the film that we did last week's box office bet on, and that is Onward. Came in at forty million dollars. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty well, good. We'll get more I... about the film there, but we'll set up what the box office bet was all about. Is that the <laughs> loser of that was Brie, who came in with a fifty-three point eight million dollar bet. How do you feel about that, Brett? Bet now, Brie. You know, I feel I feel fine with it still. All right. You okay. know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have bet too much than too little. Nice. Okay. Uh, the winner of that, though, was Carrie Lane. Woo! Of course. Uh, you know. Cause. Wow. All right. <laughs> Boy, somebody very cocky right yeah, now. No. With a $37.8 million bet. Now, because Brie ended up losing the bet, uh, and because this film was onward, we're, uh, you know, questing and role-playing does play a part of this, uh, we decided that uh, I downloaded this great 20-sided die app. Very nice. That's yes. Fun. So... Uh, we will be challenging Bree throughout the course of this episode to uh, perhaps respond or do something very silly uh, during the course of the show. I'm just saying, Frank. Yes. Your bet, you got to like just be invisible. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, I just feel like this is a little rigged. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I couldn't find Frank for three days. That's right. It was oh, rough. Man. It was rough. rough. Being invisible isn't all it's cracked up to be. Uh, don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> Uh, but folks, you know, I'm going to give you folks in the chat an opportunity to uh, get involved. Maybe well they too. should make some suggestions. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah, we'll, we may uh, populate uh, use some of your suggestions on there to uh, see if Bree can uh, either have to do them or if the die rolls in her favor, she avoids having to do them. But speaking of the show and ways to get in touch with us, you can like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up while you're there, or two, or three, four, or five. And uh, as I mentioned, the chat is up and running, but Carrie, if yes. they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? Yes, you can comment down below. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's, uh, uh, Brie, uh, let's see, uh, why don't you see what you, uh, tell us what you had for breakfast this morning, but before you do that, okay. we'll, uh, I will have you say it in your best Cockney accent. Uh, if the oh, uh, the die uh, is lower than 12, she has to do it. So we'll sure. just see. All right. Roll the die. Oh, 15. Oh, 15. Fine. So safe. So I guess to just tell you then? Uh, sure, go ahead and tell <laughs> sure. us. Sure. I had nothing for breakfast. Aww. Oh. Was that part of a fasting? No. Just a busy day? Just no time. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast Same. is the most important meal oh. of the day, you guys. That's the, the engine that drives your day. I did have a blueberry. I muffin think that was just a rumor to make you eat cereal, but you know, Frank, okay. that's the most dad thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so folks, we got uh, onward number one at forty million dollars, and I did check out the film, and I, I don't. I think I was the only one that went and checked it out. 
Uh, I will say that it's just the, the one of the slightest Pixar films that I've seen. If I had to power rank them from the bottom up, mm. I would go uh, Cars 2. Horrible film. That's an abomination. Uh, the next would be Good Dinosaur. Mm. Eh, not mm-hmm. Kind of a dud film. This one comes in right above that, where it's not a terrible film, but it's just a very kind of, eh. It's interesting with like yeah. such a more... Uh, possibly personal subject matter for people that that it didn't land well. There, there were some choices made about uh, twists and mm. uh, who gets to talk to who at certain points at the climax of the film that I found frustrating. Mm. So it okay. didn't quite land as well as like yeah, just a very slight film. Yeah, I mean, if you go watch it, you know, with yourself or your friends or family, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You're not going to hate it while you're watching it, but you're also it doesn't. It's not going to hit home like a lot of the other Pixar films do. They can push those buttons. That mm. I mean, if you think like Toy Story Four, I cry like a baby. At- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The end of that film. I didn't feel anything like that for this, and I remember seeing people on Twitter going like, "Just be feel free, feel free to cry. Don't be ashamed if you have to cry in front of your kid in this movie." It's yeah. Like, Sure. I mean, if if I got to that, but I never got to it in the course of this film. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll give it a eh, recommendation. <laughs> so you like uh, Stardew says you liked Brave over Onward. Uh, I will take that over. I'll take that over Onward. I really liked. Wait, Brave. are we saying? Yeah, was, are we saying Brave's not? Yeah, a good are we film? saying Brave's not great? I really yeah. liked it. I, I thought, know Stardew. I thought Brave was a good <clears throat> film. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Anyway. I, w- I will take that over there. Okay. Uh, coming to number two, uh, The Invisible Man with $15.2 million. Brendan's very, <laughs> very like, yep, sure did. As yep. expected. Yes. All right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> coming to number three is a film that Brandon saw is going to give us his in depth analysis of The Way Back, the Ben Affleck film, made $8.5 million. First, did you like it? And were you kind of bummed that it only came in third place? Yeah, I did really like it. I expected it to do at least a little better, at least get into double digits on the millions of dollars scale. I think it was like a $20 million budget. Okay. So it's definitely going to make its money back. I think it's uh, it's getting pretty good reviews. And uh, yeah, I only had time to see one movie this weekend, and uh, I had to support Ben Affleck and Gavin O'Connor over another Pixar movie, because that's just not my thing. And also... I can't, I can't disappoint Ben Bateman and Andrew Guy over at Action Movie Anatomy and not go see the latest Gavin O'Connor movie. Because they'll kick you out of the Action Army. They will. Yeah. It's very serious. That's it's right. Strict, strict <laughs> rules. Strict rules. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a very emotional film. You could definitely see um, it's one of Ben Affleck's better career performances, if not arguably his best that we've seen so far. Um, he really gives it his all. You could definitely tell that it's a real personal journey. And it's just good to have a good sports movie. Because I feel like we don't really get a lot of those really impactful sports films again. And it it really does a good job of not being generic and formulaic. It It kind of has its own identity, but also still hits those beats that you hope and expect it to hit. So I did really enjoy it. I found it really inspirational. And I think uh, people should go check it out. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I know that the studio delayed it to come out in March in, ta- in hopes of kind of picking up on the March Madness coming up and everything. So uh, maybe it'll stick around for it'll have some legs and stick around through the course of the month. Uh, Bree, you know, I'm speaking of basketball. Holy cow. You know what? Let's roll and see if uh, Bree gets uh, over eh, over a seven. Frank, you're having a lot of fun with this. We're going to try. <laughs> yes. 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 Over a seven that you have to uh, wad up a, a piece of paper and just bounce it. Like a basketball. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. That's I have a good to find easy a one. Piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's see. Over a seven. Come on now. Come on. Three. Oh, come on. This is it's rigged. Oh. Uh, it's rigged. Live in the chat, uh, Yash says Gavin O'Connor is underrated. That is true. Yeah, very underrated filmmaker. Um, I never saw Warrior. Did you see it? Yes, Warrior is one of the greatest films of all time, and I'm not just saying that because I'm contractually obligated to. <laughs> From Ben Bateman and Andrew Guy. They would have come in here immediately into the studio they and roughed you up. They will. They're outside right yeah. now with like a little hearing aid on the door. Like yeah, to, that's right. Yeah. Like they're trying to crack a safe. No, they're watching the show live. So yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that too. Both at the same time. Yeah. Say something dismissive about Jerry Butler. I can't. <laughs> that's all right. Okay, just physically, second. Physically incapable <laughs> of disrespecting Jerry B. Or Gavin O'Connor. Mm. Understood. And of course, Miracle is one of the all-time great sports films as well, also directed by Gavin O'Connor. True. And it's got a great head of hair it. by Kurt Russell. Oh, you got to see it. It's mm. got the greatest inspirational sports speech in any film, arguably, ever. Uh, yeah. I can't, I can't argue with that. I mean, you got Kurt Russell. How can you go wrong? And yeah. one of his better performances, I think, too. Every That's Pete Kurt Russell. Every Kurt Russell performance is one of the best Kurt Russell performances. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, coming at number four here for the top five this weekend, Sonic the Hedgehog with another $8 million. Still think it's a cool movie. Mm. It was fun. It's fine. It's fine. Fun, not fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Unless you said fun, too. You know, I guess if I had to compare that to Onward, I guess I probably enjoy the experience of watching Sonic more than I did Onward. Oh. Hmm. All right. And then lastly on our top five, The Call of the Wild with $7 million. There you go. Say something mean about Harrison Ford. I can't. Okay. Just checking. Oh, I wouldn't either. I'm like, no. He's Han Solo and Indiana Jones. Yes. Uh, also, speaking of sports movies, we got Star Drew in the chat. says, any given Sunday speech. That's another good one. Mm-hmm. It's another good one. I, I still put Miracle on top. But that's a solid one. Uh, yeah. uh, real quick uh, for uh, for hot tangent here, we had did have some movie news. And speaking of Harrison Ford, there the Call yeah. of the Wild, there were talks that Steven Spielberg is going to be stepping away from Indiana Jones Five. James Mangold in discussion to take up the other director's reins. Do you like the? Do either of you like the idea of James Mangold doing Indy Five? What are some of his other movies? He's he did Logan. Logan and the Wolverine. That's right. He also recently did Ford v. Ferrari. Cool, thank you. I was like, yes. in case people don't know and don't want to Google it real quick. Um, something else. And Kate and Leopold. <laughs> don't forget that. Come on. Don't disperse with Hugh Jackman. I did not. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know necessarily. I don't have any particular attachment to all of those titles, but I like the idea of having a fresh take on a franchise that, like, we all love the original franchise of it. The three. Just the three. Um, so that, it's nice to have a breath of fresh air come in, because then it's not necessarily negating the fact that those exist. It's more just like, hey, here's a new take or a new adventure. You know, like, here, here's the characters you like. Let's put them in a new scenario. And that, I'm like, all right, cool, because then it's, you know, still respects the old one, but at least it's a new pair of eyes on it. Kind of like, here, let me approach it differently. 
Yeah. Brendan? I take no issue with it. Um, Steven Spielberg is definitely towards the back end of his career, and I can understand him not wanting to do a fifth installment of a franchise that he's been doing for decades now. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wants to focus on something more original, something that's more true to where he is in his life right now. So I could totally get that. And James Mangold has proven to be a great filmmaker. Um, I think he was even rumored at one point to do a Boba Fett movie. Um, so he definitely already has somewhat of a relationship with Lucasfilm. Hmm. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And people love Logan. So yeah, that was that's, a solid that's film. it. That's People see Logan and they go, yep. I'm on board. <laughs> Indiana Jones takes place in like the desert, and so did Logan. So why not? Oh yeah, that, there you go. It's a natural. Yeah, and that's natural. a natural fit. Yes, yes. I'm of two <laughs> minds about it because I know Steven Spielberg. He knows the the response to four was not great, mm-hmm. and he does feel like he dropped the ball on that. And so he had always talked about like having the opportunity for a fifth film to really stick the landing. Yeah. But uh, so I mean, it's like from part of me is like, yeah, let's have him kind of finish it out, but. I, I can see what you're saying, Carrie. It's so nice to bring a breath of fresh air. But I'm also like, well, this is going to be the last iteration of this Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. So do we do I need a breath of fresh air for the fifth one? Because it's going to be Harrison Ford's soul, swan song. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But I guess I also, I'm curious on, and then if anybody watched these, leave a comment. Did you ever watch the young Indiana Jones where they have him as like about 10 years old and then like young man like 20s and those were really cool because it's a character we all like it's indiana jones but at like different stages in his life and that was so fun to watch especially as a kid watching him as a kid um so i wonder like maybe that would be a different direction to go like give us maybe something like that i did not enjoy uh kid indiana jones but sean patrick flannery playing the uh, the teen indiana jones i really enjoyed that and there is one episode where they do have old uh, Indiana Jones, and he's got like an eye patch on. Oh, well, he so, introduces it yeah. like, "Here's the story of when I was like all the episodes I thought were that of like, hey, did you ever watch these series? Or do you know what we're talking? About? I know exactly okay. what you're talking about, but I've never actually sat down and watched. Oh yeah, an episode. no, he's like, here's the. Let me tell you a story about how this happened. But yeah, uh, Bree, mm-hmm. are you a big fan of Indiana Jones? Um, of the originals, yeah, not the, uh, not the new one. Yeah. All right. Kingdom so, of the Crystal Skull, yeah, the masterpiece. The, that that yes. I grew up with them with my dad, so I think there's like that nostalgia factor. It's like the same thing as Star Wars for me. Sure. All right, Bree. So we're gonna roll on this. <laughs> uh, if you get uh, pick a number, guys. Over over or under what that she needs eight. To get? Eight. All right. If you get uh, over or under, what do you want her to get? Over. Over eight. If you get over eight, then you've got to find five quotes from Indiana, any Indiana Jones films and weave them in during the course of the episode, the rest of the show. Ooh, I like that. Okay, so I, I, I can look them up, though. Yes. Yes, you okay. can look them up. You don't have to remember. No, please. <laughs> no. Gosh, that'd be hard. <laughs> All right, here we I go. Lot, like, I can only remember like one line right now. I like see. it looks Is like it it's rolling down. 17! Oh, yes! so finally! Oh, all right. Okay, so I have to find five Indiana Jones quotes, and then throughout the course of the rest of the show, I have to just randomly say them? Yes, yes. please. Okay. Yes, and all if right. any of them are Sean Connery quotes, you have to do it in a Sean no, Connery that was, oh. no, no, we have to roll on them. Right? <laughs> that's, that's the next one. What if we saying? get it, because we, we can say the remainder of them. Mm. Okay. I like where you're thinking, yeah. Uh, the other bit of news is uh, due to every, uh, everybody's dealing with the coronavirus in their own way, shape, and form. Mm. And uh, one uh, MGM uh, has decided, hey, you know, perhaps we should move the release date of the new James Bond film, uh, No Time to Die. And they moved it back to the the fall. So, mm. yes, it was supposed to come out in April. They moved it back to the fall because they mm. wanted to do a worldwide launch. Mm. And given the, the fears in terms of the international markets, in terms of 
not getting the box office that they would get at this t- particular time. They feel like, hey, we wait till the fall. Perhaps everything's calmed down. We can really get a big splash. Do you agree with that sentiment? And does that make you worried for other big productions like uh, Furious 9, looking at Black Widow, other, other big summer films that are coming up? I feel it's definitely tricky because, uh, like, South by Southwest canceling is very unfortunate for so many of the filmmakers. Like, this was their big thing. Like, and you work on your movie for years, and then it's like, and no. I mean, understandable, but it still sucks. So, like, the idea of even other bigger budget films going, let's hold off on this. I mean, it then sucks for us, the moviegoers, who maybe still want to go to the movies, uh, and then those films aren't there. But... I, the James Bond, yes, I want to see it, but it's not a movie that I'm like, oh, darn, I have to wait a few more months. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, I was bummed when it was moved in November. Oh, it broke my heart when I heard that news. Hey, November is deep fall. Okay, when you said yeah. fall, I was like, oh, September. That's fine. Ugh, no, it's like November eh, 25th We'll now. see. Brandon? It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. <laughs> ah, that's one of my faves. I like that one. <laughs> Uh, Brennan, how do you feel? Beautifully timed. Um, <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a disappointment for sure. I understand why they're doing it because yeah. um, they're going to end up. They would end up taking a huge loss if they didn't. Yeah. Um, so might, might as well take a small loss and hope for a better return once the mm-hmm. films can actually be released in these markets and people can actually go out and see them. But it does make me really concerned for other blockbuster films that are coming out this year and what that means for them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's no way they could all move to the fall because, I mean, there's only so many release dates yeah. that these movies can release on without stepping on top of one another. So it'll be interesting to see how the industry kind of finesses its way around this whole situation. I'm, I'm curious if this will be a bump in, like, streaming movies of, like, well, since you're going to be at home anyways, mm, here's some point. of those. Because like, we were just talking before the show how there's a bunch of Netflix films that were like, oh, wait, I hadn't heard of that yet, and there's some coming up. Um, self-made, I'm really excited for that one. Um, I think it's Self-made. Have you guys heard of that one? No. Uh, let me get the info. But, uh, yeah, so I wonder if streaming services are going to get could. a bump. I mean, part of me wonders, is it certainly the the fears of this? I can understand. But also studios wanting to be able to make that big splash because it's all about global box office on its opening weekend. Like especially with the Fast and Furious movie. They want to be able to say, you know, we have the highest opening weekend ever worldwide for a film. People Mm -hmm. studios love to be able to promote that and chase that number. So if this is the reason that they're doing this because they can't get that immediate splash. It's kind of it's like, eh. it sucks, but you can't. Really... It is a business. Yeah. Okay. So uh, be on the lookout for this because this is really cool. Self-made. It's <clears throat> so it's inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. So uh, she was one of the first like millionaires in the United States, hmm. uh, and it's with, with yes Octavia Spencer. It looks really cool. So it's coming out on March twentieth on Netflix. Oh. All right. But again, these are some of these really cool looking movies or shows, and you're just like, wait, I didn't hear about this yet. So I wonder if maybe everybody's going to do more of a deep dive in their streaming services to watch stuff if they can't go anywhere. Because uh, I know just before the show started, uh, we were talking about the new Mark Wahlberg, Winston Duke. Yep. Schmodown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, film coming out there on Netflix. And do we, were either of you blown away by the trailer? Uh, blown away, no, but interested enough that I was like, all right, maybe. Uh, I'm not, I didn't rush to watch it, but I watched the first episode of Lock and Key. There you go, all right. So, maybe later. Brandon, where does Mark Wahlberg fall on your uh, pillars of action icons? 
Oh, man. I don't know if he quite hits icon status. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, definitely the Transformer movies knocked him down a, fu- uh, ooh, a couple <laughs> pegs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What all was right. that? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's all right. I like Mark Wahlberg. Uh, this movie looks entertaining. Yeah. Definitely a uh, Netflix uh, watch-at-home type film for sure. I don't know if I would go out to go see it. But, uh, yeah, Winston Duke's great in everything I've seen him in so far. Loved him in uh, Black Panther and even Us. I was a mm-hmm. huge fan of Us. I know some people mm-hmm. didn't quite love that film so much. But, yeah, I'm always uh, down for more of Winston Duke. I'm trying to think of an, a Mark Wahlberg film that I felt that I enjoyed watching him in as much as The Italian Job. Since then, between The Italian Ten. Job and now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Different uh, kind of movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love his character in The Departed. Ah, true. That yes. Yeah. Yep. I will give for that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, international numbers here, folks. Onward topped the global and international box office this weekend, uh, but came in way below projections. Whether it's given our current uh, our, our current climate, mm-hmm. the fears of the coronavirus, or how that might be affecting international box offices, but it came in at sixty eight million dollars worldwide, which includes just twenty eight million dollars from forty seven offshore markets. That's well the that's well under the forty to fifty five million dollar range that they were projecting, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens uh, as this film continues to, continues to roll out. Uh, overall, there are no other significant releases this weekend here. So basically, Paramount's Sonic the Hedgehog is closing in on three hundred million dollars globally. The Call of the Wild is about to cross one hundred million dollars worldwide, and The Invisible Man uh, is also about to do that in only its second weekend. So doing really well there. And Little Women is also marching towards $100 million internationally. Nice. Oh, look at them go. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bree, how are you? Doing good, right? All right, just check <laughs> Oh, I thought you would go with a quote right there. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving them. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right, good. All right, I good. know where they're coming. I was going right, to say, we're nice. getting close towards the end of the time almost. No. <laughs> but are you going to get them all no, in there? I, I oh, trust oh. Bree's strategy. We we got them coming. Okay. Uh, speaking of Bree, do we have anybody in the chat that has come up with any suggestions? Um, I think we should mention it again because I think some people oh, forgot about so it. Oh, so yes, we're, doing, uh, we're rolling our die, our 20-sided die to uh, give Bree. You know Bree what I think about the people in the chat right now? Uh-oh. Hmm. You are not in a position unsuitable to give orders. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That was a deep cut one. I don't recognize <laughs> that one myself. Um, uh, so Brie I, lost the bet in case people are like, who lost? So Brie lost. Yes. So we'll be challenging her with 20-sided die to do various tasks or things during the course of the show. We've had her try to speak in a Cockney accent. That failed. Try to mm-hmm. bounce a, a paper, a basketball made out of pa- a crushed up paper. That failed. But we've got her doing some Indiana Jones quotes uh, three left that you'll have to sprinkle out through the course of the episode. So mm. feel free if you've got a fun one that you might like to see Bree do, uh, let us know in the chat. Frank, you're going to get killed chasing after your damn fortune and glory. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so wait for we had three. That's three. All right, there you go. I know that second one was kind of like, hmm, all right. It's I have like, a whole article up here with quotes. <laughs> it's from the movie. <laughs> I believe it's from the movie, but I'm also be like. Oh, wow. I really don't remember that scene at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, folks, uh, one thing we were talking about, Pixar films. And I've already kind of let loose my feelings about mm-hmm. about them. But uh, out of the, the big list of all the Pixar films that I've shared with you folks, if you had to choose your Including top, shorts? No, just the, just okay, the main films. features. Just features. Okay. Uh, mm. If you had to choose your top three and one you'd love to erase from the Pixar canon. Oh, wow. Mm. 
I'm like scrolling through Pixar. Because I was going to say, not one of the features, but for the birds, when I first saw it, was hol- I was like laughing to tears. It was so funny. Um, I think we could all agree to erase Cars 2. Yeah, you will hear zero argument I was from me on that. Yeah, I don't even think I watched the second one. <laughs> do not do it. Cars 3, great. Cars 2, mm. awful. Top three. Well, you know what? I... You know what? I think I might revise my feelings on Onward. I think I'd okay. put it even above Monsters University. Monsters University okay. frustrated me. <gasps> Real? Oh, yes. U- University. Okay, yes. I was like... <gasps> no, not Monsters Inc. <laughs> okay. Monsters Inc. is good, but Monsters University. Just because the message was, you know, work hard and you'll still fail. And it's, you mm. know, what are you going to do? Well, that's what Jean-Luc Picard taught me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's possible to do everything right and still fail and it's just life. Yeah. That's not the exact quote. Um, <laughs> Give me a little bit of credit here, guys. It's okay. Uh, I'd put. Inc- I don't. Oh, ooh, I don't know about in order, but Incredibles. I remember when that first came mm-hmm. out was pretty. Like that's the other thing too. Some of these, it's how do you feel about it now, and also how did you feel when you watched it? Because I'd say Incredibles. I really liked when Monsters Inc. came out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this is hard. Brandon, you're not a big Pixar fan, are you? I haven't seen all the Pixar films, no. Um, Toy Story 2 and 3, for sure. And I do like uh, Finding Nemo quite a bit. All right. A lot of nostalgia for Finding Nemo. tangent on Pixar. Yes. Yes. Quick little one. Um, I don't dislike Pixar, but I do hate that we don't have any animation besides Pixar coming from Disney at all anymore. Mm. Like the last one was Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. So True. I, I wouldn't mind pick, like like two like, D animation you exactly. Mean. Like I would like them to do draw, mm-hmm. some drawn animation here and okay. there as well. Yeah, because Disney Animation is still doing stuff, but they do it three D animation just like Pixar okay. does. Even though they also own Pixar. Very uh, true. For mm-hmm. instance, Wreck It Ralph is a Disney animation or Frozen. Uh, Frozen okay, Ratatouille. I'd say Ratatouille. Oh, that's a good one. I really so I'll go with and not no particular order because that'd be a a whole other moment of thought, but uh, Ratatouille, Incredibles, and Monsters, Inc. Oh, all right. Uh, Bree, speaking of that, we're talking about Pixar films. Uh, give, us a, give us a scenario over, under, or number. Um, under. Okay. I was thinking of a scenario for, I'm like, wait, <laughs> uh, let's say under 13. Under 13? All right, Brie, if it's under 13, you have to sing just a little bit of You've Got a Friend in Me. Oh, nice. That's okay. a good one. All right, let's see. So I'm going to drink some water. Says, uh, yes. Oh, six. Fantastic. She's getting her water. She's like, okay, I'm All ready. All right, here we go. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. I got troubles. You got them, too. There isn't anything I do. I can't remember that line. <laughs> do for you. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. That is right. Wouldn't do for you. Got bad times. We'll see that through. Because you've got a friend in me. Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yay. That was great. All right. <laughs> Frank, what are your three? Uh, you know, I might go. I might throw Wally in the mix there. I put uh, to, mm-hmm. Toy Story 2. Okay. And... I can't. I can't argue with uh, Ratatouille. It was a solid one. Yeah, it yeah. was a solid one as well. Uh, all right, folks, we've got to do uh, next week's box office bet. Okay. We've been talking about it there. Uh, so we've got three films vying for your hard-earned vote in the chat right now, and that is 
I Still Believe with KJ Appa. Uh, the Hunt, originally supposed to be released uh, what, October, September, October of last year, pushed to now. And uh, then we also have Bloodshot, the new Vin Diesel movie. Baby, Vin Bloodshot. <laughs> Bloodshot, baby. I was going to say, out of the three, that's the one I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it's time to ask yourself, what do you believe in? That's right. <laughs> I believe in Vin Diesel. I uh, do. I believe like, yeah. whatever yes. doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. That's from The Dark Knight. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't lose a bet or anything. No, but just wanted to drop that. That's one of those. I I have my head's full of movie quotes. I'm sorry. No, that's awesome. I was like, I can't think of quotes very well at all. But like, what a scene looks like, what they're wearing, what like visually happens. Got it. But what they said, I'm like, like you could quote the most famous movie. I'd be like, "Mm, doesn't quite stick. Wow. Yeah. Like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That one I do know. Okay. There's been a lot of. Princess Bride ones that people have said. I'm like, no. Okay. There uh, you go. So those are the three films. Vote on them in the chat. Right. But in the meantime, we're going to do what we think next week's top five will predict what that rundown will look like. So we've got those three films entering. Do we see any of them knocking onward off from number one? It's hard to say. I well, really don't know what Bloodshot's going to do. Well, I'm, onward if we go down... Yeah, that's hard. I mean, Bloodshot, based on a valiant comic book character, not as well known as DC, Marvel, maybe even some <laughs> image properties as well. Does it? Does the concept excite you? Does the fact that it's Vin Diesel excite you, or does none of it excite you? Well, the first two. It's Vin Diesel. I'm like, yes. At, well, then we'll add action, like crazy movie. Yes, and then like the concept. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I do like to point out in the chat, Yash says, I love how in Bloodshot's marketing, they don't even care about the upgrade comparisons. They're like, Vin Diesel is getting an upgrade. But, you know, I really liked upgrades, so I don't mind that. I'd be like, oh, okay. I, it's one of those, if you like this, you might like this, too. Okay. I mean, if anything, I thought Upgrade and Venom were the exact same movie. <gasps> no. And Tom what? Hardy and Logan Marshall Green, they look almost exactly alike. Looking alike, yes. True. But same movies. Like oh. the little voice talking to them, telling them to do things. But Venom is so much worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Upgrade's so way better. Yeah, that is a fact. Upgrade was so good. It's a better Venom. No, but you know, actually, I thought the other way around. When I watched Venom, I'm like, this is just like Upgrade. <laughs> the scene where he hops into the uh, the lobster tank, Upgrade would have been better. They would, they never would have uh, stooped so low as to have. That was yeah. the best scene of the year. I don't oh. know what you're talking mm. about. Oh, come on, you don't appreciate mm. fine cinema, Frank. That that movie, I will see Venom two this year. Uh, it makes me sad though. I'm already sad for October. So, but right. I will be there. I will. I will be there. <laughs> uh, so, do, does anybody think that Bloodshot could potentially is Vin Diesel in a comic book property action oh, yeah. adventure enough yeah. to give it number one? Yeah, we're getting. I mean, it's not summer yet, but I feel it has like a summer exciting vibe. But I don't think so. I would agree. I feel like I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not hearing a lot of hard. hype about it. I think onward might stick. That's a that is also tough. Mm. I know, right? You're like Ugh. if it was, a, I would I would go with onward sticking if it was just a much more solid film. Like if it really pulled at the heartstrings. It was one of those top notch Pixar films. But for me, that it's it's kind of the bottom tier of Pixar films. It worries me that it might not have enough strength to last a second weekend. Mm-hmm. This one is really a toss up for me about who could be number one. 
Like, but yeah, I guess if, if Onward made forty million, it has like let's say like a fifty percent drop. That's twenty, so you know yeah. something's like twenty five or thirty. Yeah, do you think that Bloodshot can hit twenty? Yes. Okay, I'll go with Bloodshot Onward. I still believe it. I'm like, I don't know if I've really heard much about that one. Uh, in terms of action icons, is, does Vin Diesel go into icon territory for you? Hmm. Not quite iconic, no. So, like, when you but. heard, uh, removed of Fast and Furious, when you heard Triple X was coming back a couple years back and he was reprising it, did that get you pumped? Or you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Triple X is fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. What about, like, Pitch Black? <sighs> yeah. It, uh, it's great, but not quite iconic mm. he's he's up there with mark Wahlberg somewhere just, okay eh. all okay. right so we're all going are you going onward brandon i'm gonna stick with onward okay, okay. that's a bold move bloodshot onward i don't i don't know if i really heard anything about i still believe but maybe people are excited yeah i was like i ah. could see yeah bloodshot coming into where's Invisi- the hunt gonna fall in mm. I mean, they're they're really leaning into it with the marketing campaign. Yeah. Like, this is the film they wouldn't let you see back last year. They're really leaning into that. And so that. But might how many people, people are also like? There might be people totally turned off by the idea of like. Mm. I could see people being turned off by the premise, but also they did. Change. Or it's a car accident. They just want to look. They're like, yeah. I can't help but. They look. did change their marketing where they're really showing that it's a lot more satirical than mm-hmm. it was originally shown to be when when it was initially going to release. I'm going to go Onward, Bloodshot, Invisible Man, The Hunt, and then The Way Back. Yes, but I'll switch Bloodshot and Onward. All right. Bloodshot for one. Uh, So let's – folks, we're getting close to the end of the show. I feel like we still have time to have Bree do one other thing. We're still waiting Mm -hmm. for one more quote. Mm -hmm. But anything else that's coming to mind? I'm going to have to think of something here. But, folks, keep voting away in the chat, and we look to Ken Jack if he is in the chat. To uh, give us a summation here. Two for the hunt and one for bloodshot. Guys. Keep voting. There's more than three of you in the chat. Should we try for another accent, do you think? If you you lose, that you have to speak like Vin Diesel. (laughs) (laughs) You have to say like Vin Diesel. Family. (laughs) Live my life a quarter mile I was like, is there a way Vin Diesel speaks? Uh, (laughs) Like in the Fast and Furious films, yeah. Deep and scratchy voice all the time. I don't watch the Fast and Furious. I never hey, well, knocked he... on nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's that just was a bad. deep I feel like you could scratch. give that to me. I don't know no. if I would know how to do it. <laughs> mm. uh, or you could just say, I am Groot the whole time. That's true. I am Groot. I am Groot. That might not work with trying to get that last line in there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to like destroy my throat. Be like, scratchy voice. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no. I'd see that or we just paint our faces white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, just, mm-hmm. that just makes me sad thinking about that one. Okay, we got another one for Bloodshot. So, all right. Okay, a couple more of you. I know there's more than three of you in the chat. Pick your vote. Uh, all right, so folks, I mean, Bree said she's never seen any of the Fast and Furious films. I can't believe that. Bree. No, I've seen two of them. You've seen two? Which oh, ones have you seen? The first two. That, that, you gotta keep going. The second one is like one of the worst ones. Well, I actually I love the second. No, so, no, I saw three because I saw the Tokyo one. Okay, okay, so you've okay, seen the first three. I just so, wasn't like into any of them. Okay, oh. well, let's roll for. Uh, I'm not Bri. a car person. <laughs> Are you fast I'm not and a or super furious? Car person, but I still like them yeah. a lot too. Tokyo Drift. That's another really quotable one. Yeah, I can't that's tell you any one. quotes yeah. from it, and I watched it. 
There's uh, a lot of silly stuff that they say in that movie. Yeah. The main character. The only thing I can remember from Fast and the Furious is a rat scene on a belly, and that's as far as I'll go. Okay. All right. Okay. And the cars in the Tokyo Drift having like the neon underbelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, give me an over under, and this will be for Brie having to watch the rest of the Fast and Furious films. <sighs> You can't. Seven. That's not on the show. <laughs> I know, but we're just going to make you, you do it anyway. You can tell us later. <laughs> Under seven. Under seven? Yeah. Whew, man, making That's it easy. Swell. All right, let's see here. We'll here we see. go. And the die says... Eleven. Uh, you're safe, Frank. Wah, wah, Sorry, Frank. Dang it. Dang okay, it. so we got... There's one bloodshot got one more vote, so all right, let's do bloodshot. bloodshot. Baby! All right, well, also because I said one and then you guys said two, so that's true. Uh, Vin Diesel, bloodshot, and others in this great film. We've got uh, sci fi drama, yeah. We got uh, Sam Huegon, he's in it. I know you're a big fan, Brandon. Oh, yes, yes. So um. <laughs> Here we go for Bloodshot. Let me just type this in here. We're doing Bloodshot. Bloodshot. Okay. Ooh. And I said Onward was going to make more. Bloodshot yeah. one. Thank you, Kendrick. Okay. I picked a random number, and I'm going to stick right. with it. Oh, look at that. All right. Uh, let me type in everybody's name real quick here. And, of course, folks, if you've never done the box office bet, we're going to vote on the film that you, yes, you, have chosen in the chat. And we'll decide what its opening box office total will be. The person that's closest will be the prognosticator. Prognosticators like Carrie. The loser oh, yeah. will be like Bree. And we'll have to go see the movie and, of course, tell us about it. And maybe do something a little fun on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Think of my number. Here what we... could the stake for Bloodshot be? Yeah, I'm I don't know anything about, about the film. So I, can't I think we'll have about... to think about it. I mean, it's like, do we inject ourselves with nanites? <laughs> do anybody, anybody have any nanites that they have just lying around that we could inject Oh, I forgot to bring them today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll bring them next week. If you bring next some week, nanites, yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, other than that, he's known for, like, he, he looks white. Uh, the, the process that makes him, uh, the, the process of giving him nanites. You got to wear an entirely white. red outfit? Ugh. <laughs> Apparently that's if it's enough to make you do that, then that's a good punishment. In the trailer, he keeps hearing the same song over and over again every time he wakes up. Maybe that's the true. Person has to sing a line of a song that we choose. All right, with throughout the show. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. I like it. I'm down. Something like that. Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> I had an old uh, number typed in there from uh, I was doing calculations earlier. It was 490 I, million. <laughs> I was like, no, all right, that was not it. I typed that's a it. number and then I was like, that's what it probably might make, and I'm like, that's not what I'm betting. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I missed a digit. Okay, I'm gonna go with this one. All right, Bree, are you ready? I'm ready. What do you got? I'm gonna go with 17.8. Oh, 17.8. All right. Very conservative. All mm-hmm. right. I like it. I like it. Brandon. I'm going with $19.6 oh, million. <laughs> 19.6. Well, I said number one, so my vote needs uh, to be higher. All right. 28.6. I feel good about that one now. I was starting to sweat there for a minute. Uh, I went with, uh, I was at 22. All right. Ooh, but I said round it's number, number one. This so. about Carrie, but, uh, but just change the verbiage, but he chose poorly. Yes. <laughs> Some other people were done. saying you should do that one. I yeah. had, knew I was yeah. going to do that one at the end. I really wanted to work in snakes. Why does it have to be snakes? Yeah. But I couldn't. I was like, I don't know where this is going to Yeah. Happen. Let it go. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, they spell uh, yeah Jehovah with a J. Indiana is the name of the dog. <laughs> uh, boy, yeah, that's, well, it's a shame that Sean Connery retired because it would be great to have a losing bet. You have to talk like Sean Connery in the course of the yeah. film. And then if you cover your mouth when you talk like Sean Connery, you become Bane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Uh, Bree, thank you so much for being so uh, such a good support this episode. I know we made you do a bunch of silly things. Oh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching us. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up while you're there. Two, three, four, or five. But if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Bree, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Bree, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on all platforms. Brandon? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BrandonHanna07. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll be back next Sunday with an all-new episode right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see some movies. (laughs) From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.